A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I am reminding you, brothers and sisters, of the gospel I preached to you, which you indeed received and in which you also stand. Through it you are also being saved. If you hold fast to the word, to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I hand it on to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised from the third day in accordance with the scriptures, that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 brothers at once, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. After that, he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one born abnormally, he appeared to me. For I am the least of the apostles, not fit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to me has not been ineffective. Indeed, I have toiled harder than all of them. Not I, however, but the grace of God that is with me. Therefore, whether it be I or they, so we preach and so you believe. The word of the Lord. By the grace of God, I am what I am. These are the words of consolation that St. Paul uses for himself today. They are words of confidence on who he is. Because of what God did in his life, Paul is a repentant sinner who once persecuted and hurt the church. But that is only part of the story. He then actively answers to the call to be an apostle and shares the truth with the world. Each one of us has a similar story in our life as Christians because of our inclination towards sin. At some point in our lives, we come to the realization that we really need to allow God in our life to let Jesus become the center of our life. Some of us may still be in that process of conversion. We need to welcome our Lord into our life, that his grace may transform us. I think that too often we may emphasize what we do and we forget that it is the grace of God working in each of us. That same grace of God transformed St. Paul, and because of it, he shared the truth of the gospel. As we heard in this reading, the risen Lord first appeared to Cephas and to the Twelve, then to 500 brothers at once. After the resurrection, Christ didn't appear to everyone. He appeared to a few. So that they, those few, went out and shared the gospel message 
with others. He appeared to the apostles, then to a sizable crowd of 500, but though still not everyone. We know that Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene and she became the apostle to the apostles because she shared the gospel message to them. That is what it means to be an apostle. It means to be a messenger who has been sent forth. St. Paul shares with us his feeling of unworthiness. He saw himself unfit and insignificant. Yet because he allowed the grace of God to enter and transform him, the truth was proclaimed through him. These people encountered the risen Lord. They saw him face to face, but only some allowed God to transform them and then become apostles of the truth. Now, what does it mean to be an apostle in our world today? We live in a world in which there is so much division between party lines and even racial differences. A world in which its only objectivity is that there is none. We live in a culture that gives so much value to information that it doesn't know how to use it. It's knowledge for its own sake. The accumulation of knowledge, however, doesn't add up to wisdom. Rather, we know wisdom is a gift from God. For fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, as we hear in Proverbs. Frankly, the world is hostile to God. It is a world that thinks itself self-sufficient. But the way of wisdom is the way of humility before God. St. Paul says, Indeed, I have toiled harder than all of them, not I, however, but the grace of God that is with me. We cannot be apostles of the truth if we don't first humble ourselves before him. St. Paul became an apostle because he had an encounter with Jesus after the resurrection. You have encountered the risen Lord today. Our God, Jesus Christ, was just on this altar, our risen Lord. You are called to be apostles as well, apostles of the truth in this world. So let us first remember that truth is a person, our Savior. So it is our duty to remain firm in our efforts to share the truth. For some of us, it may mean to have an intentional spiritual conversation with someone who has been away from the faith. When we hear insulting comments about Christ, about the church, the saints, it may mean standing up for the truth while showing concern and care for the other person. They may be a coworker, a neighbor, a family member. And I know that this is really, really hard. I, I say this because I hate conflict and confrontations. I avoid it as much as possible. When I see a conflict brewing, I try to remain calm, even though I try to stay away from it. But I try to remind myself that my first task is to listen to the other person. 
I begin by asking exploratory questions. Where are they coming from? What's underneath what they're saying? In doing so, we are listening, not merely because we want to have an answer, but because we want to learn from them too. The Spirit will provide the answers for us. We don't know their experience, so in exploring an issue with them, with someone else, it may be that they simply misunderstand our beliefs. And when we simply offer a quick answer for them, something that we think will be enlightening, well, they can't accept it because we haven't first listened to them yet, so they feel rejected. Another reason for listening first and a more important one is that we recognize their human dignity that is inherent in every single one of us. When we disagree with someone else, it is very easy to think of them as our enemy, when they really are a beloved child of God, our brother or sister. As we have these difficult conversations with others, we begin to strengthen that relationship too. Conversion is more common when done in the context of a genuine friendship. It is more powerful and lasting than when it comes from a stranger. And if you are a stranger to that person, well, I hope that that may be the Lord's invitation to invite them into a personal friendship with you, that also you may guide them closer to the Lord, to the truth. And that's not something that that can be done just by posting on Facebook, on my personal profile, that at least that is not why I do it very often. It's just not personal enough. If someone disagrees with you, they simply keep scrolling or hide your posts. So being an apostle, the truth does take a lot of work. But don't forget that it is not I, but the grace of God that is in me. So we have to remember that it takes a lot of our effort, but that it is really the grace of God working in each of us that makes transformation and conversion possible. We must not cease to pray for the conversion of the world. Pray for wisdom as we have these conversations with others. Study the faith. Study and pray with the scriptures and know what the church and her wisdom teaches us. One last point, the pastoral constitution, Gaudium et Spes, speaks beautifully of the role of lay people in the world, not of the world, by saying they have an active role to play in the whole life of the church. They are not only bound to penetrate the world with a Christian spirit, but are also called to be a witnesses to Christ in all things in the midst of human society. That is what you are called to be in your own context, in your work, in your school, a witness to Christ. That is, we don't have to be a Saint Paul to be an apostle of the truth. Rather, the Lord needs you where you are today. 
in that circle of friends, family, in your school or work. This is what I want, to, want you to remember, that each of us has a conversion story because we have encountered the risen Lord at least today. Because of this encounter and because of the conversion that we have experienced, we have allowed him to become the center of our lives. So we must respond by being apostles of the truth in the world. As we go in our daily life, we must first be a witness to Christ in all that we do. And it is our duty to confront in a loving way when a person strays from the truth, remembering that they are our brothers and sisters. By the grace of God, I am what I am. My Lord and my God, I humble myself before you that you may work through me for the conversion and salvation of the world. Use me to be an apostle of the truth in the world. Amen.